fine. Look at those. There's some women who are jumping. Amen. They're finding favor with Jesus. Amen. That's the title of my message today is Finding Favor with Jesus. Say that with me. Finding Favor with Jesus. And we've subtitled it Learning from the Ladies. Amen. So I went to the Bible and found women who were blessed of the Lord. And not just women are going to get blessed like this, but men and women, if we do what they did and learn what they did, and put ourselves in those same positions. Amen. So that's the idea today. Finding favor with Jesus. Finding blessing in your life. Who doesn't want that? Amen. That's what I want. So let's learn from the ladies. And Raj is going to push me a little bit. Let's see what we can find. In Proverbs chapter 3, the Bible says, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them about your neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. Say verse 4 with me if you don't mind. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Don't we want that? Say, don't we want God's favor in our life? And don't we want to have favor with God and with people? That's what it was said of uh, Jesus. He found favor with God and man. Amen? We're his children. We want to find favor with God and with man. So how can we do that? Finding favor with Jesus. Verse 5 and 6 goes on to say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean just on your what? On your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge who? Him. And He will direct your path. So favor is not a kooky subject. Even though I think some on TV have really taken it way down the line here. But it's, it's a good thing to want blessing in your life. It's biblical. It's biblical to want favor and to find favor. And how can you find it? There's certain principles but us just making up something on TV so we can make some money for our show, that's not going to fly. Amen, yes or no? Amen? You hear me? But let's go to the Bible. What's the Bible say? Can we learn from some ladies today? Let's focus on four women today who found favor with Jesus. And uh, it's Mother's Day, so we're going to talk about women. Is that all right? That's what we're doing. Talked about mom in the first service, and we're going to talk about these women right now. All right? So it's Woman's Day. Here we go. Let's go with the message. First of all, there was a woman of Canaan. Can you say that with me? A woman of Canaan. Let's see what she did. Now, what, what's our goal? Our goal is to find out what she did. How did she receive the blessing of the Lord? Now, now the Lord's not like a slot machine or something, you know, or, you know, or a bellboy. That's not who he is. But can we learn from her what she did? Let's look and see the woman of Canaan. Then Jesus went there and departed into the coast of Tyre, and Sidon. And behold, say it with me, a woman of Canaan. Now you've probably heard of the Canaanites. The Canaanites were hated of the Jews, and it's, it actually God called them cursed in the word. So I mean, this, this is that's where the woman came from, okay? So just in case you're saying, oh, I can't be blessed, I, well, I mean, hang on. She came from the bad side of the sticks, amen? Come on. Come on. Not a good place to be from. Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Wow. Came from a bad part. She comes crying, Lord, have mercy. My daughter is demon-possessed. That's a load, isn't it? So you thought your day was bad, right? Come on. But keep listening. But Jesus answered her not a word. 
And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. Get her out of here. She's crying after us. These disciples were pretty rough jokers to work with sometime. Amen? I'd hate to be here working with you at Fellowship Church and people pull up and you're going to me, Hey, get them out of here! That'd be hard to build a place. Amen? Say. So here's the Lord trying to have ministry and build, <laughs> build a ministry. And he got these crazy disciples half the time because they're real people and they have prejudices. And they're against the people of Canaan. And that's why they said what they said. Okay? But Jesus didn't even speak to the woman. Keep looking. So he finally did talk to the woman. And Jesus answered and said unto the woman of Canaan, I am not sent. I'm sorry. I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of where? Now that statement was an obvious statement because she was not of the house of Israel. She was from where? Canaan, which is the opposite of Israel. Okay? Then came she and worshipped him. You don't see that often when Jesus, somebody's coming after Jesus, that he speaks sort of, that wasn't very nice. I mean, it's sort of what it sounded like to me. It wasn't very nice. But, I mean, he's nice, but he's just telling the truth, you know. And what does she do? Instead of getting all ticked off, what does she do? She worships him. We're talking about finding favor. I don't know if you're learning anything yet or not. Let's keep looking. And so she said, say those three words with me. Lord, help me. Those are good words. Let's say them again. Lord, my mama was a drunk. She's a hard worker. She worked early in the morning till later in the day at the barbecue lodge and was great at what she did. But then she'd come home and go up to Jean's Tavern and start getting wasted and go to bed every night wasted. That's how I grew up. Okay? But my mother said those words as a drunk. And the, and the Lord changed my mama's world. Amen? So we're learning something already from this woman. Lord, help me. But we don't see what happened yet. So Jesus answered her and says, It's not meat to take the children of Israel's bread and cast it before who? Ouch! Gosh, that hurts, doesn't it? Say, whew, how many of us would be persistent enough if the Lord gave that Israel line to start with, and then he threw the dog thing in there, how many of us take our tail, put it between our legs, and we'd leave? Yes or no? I got offended. If you want favor, you better put offended behind you. If you want the favor of God. She was persistent. Keep looking. And she said, instead of arguing, what'd she say? What's that five-letter word? Truth. He wasn't lying. Truth, Lord. I love this line. It's one of my favorite lines of the Bible. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the table. The master's table. Truth. You call me a dog and that I am. But even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. Say that with me. Even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. That'll preach on it in the South. That'd be a good old Southern message right there. I'm telling you. So, what did he do? Then Jesus said unto her, O woman, O woman of Canaan, O woman who's an outcast, O woman who's a Gentile, O woman who's a dog, you fill in the blank. O woman, 
Say those four words with me. Great is thy faith. Wow. Some of us, if just a little going gets tough, we quit. We're not persistent. The Bible says seek. The Bible says knock. Does the Bible say stuff like that? Sure it does. We look once. Oh, it didn't happen. Poor me. How about keep looking? We knocked once, and Jesus didn't answer my prayer, so I quit coming to church or quit serving God the rest of my life because we're weak and we're whiny and we're pathetic. Yes or no? This woman had something. She didn't have a pedigree, but she had faith. She had faith, and Jesus said, Great is your faith. Great is your faith. Boy, that's the first positive thing I've heard (laughs) from Jesus. You know what I mean? I love Jesus. He just telling the truth. And you know Jesus is God. And who knows why he did that. I'm sure he did it to teach us all a lesson today. Amen? And I'm sure he did it also to teach his sorry, no good disciples a lesson. How about that? You think so? Yes or no? He's talking just like they are. Just to get to what's inside this woman. Amen? To show that she has value and she matters like everybody else. Amen? And so he says, great is your faith. Be it unto you as you will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. No more demons. Demons be gone. And they were gone. What did we learn? Let's just do a quick review real quick. Her daughter was demon-possessed. He's going to push it. Jesus would not answer her. We saw that. The disciples said, send her away. That's exactly what they said. Jesus said, I'm come to the lost sheep of Israel. That's right. Canaanites were considered what? Dogs or Gentile. That's the truth. Read your Bible. What did she do? She worshipped Jesus. That's true. What did she say? Lord, have what? Mercy. Lord, help me. Say those two words with me. Those two statements. Lord, have. Lord. You want to find favor? Say it again. Lord, have. Lord. Okay. But don't forget that worshipping part. Don't forget that worshiping part first. Amen. And then start crying out like that. What did she have? The Bible says, and Jesus said she had what? Great faith. She said the dogs eat the crumbs. Even the dogs eat the crumbs. She wasn't asking for everything. She knew his power. Listen, I don't have to be all that. I don't have to have the biggest position. I don't have to have a pedigree change. Dog's fine. I just know if some crumbs fall from your table, I'm going to get what I need. Amen. Come to him like that. Amen. What happened to her daughter? Jesus made her whole that very what? Boom. That's the difference between Jesus and your TV preachers. Excuse me. I know that's ugly. But when Jesus heals, it's healed. A lot of people say, well, Jesus is the same yesterday, day for He is the same yesterday, day forever. You just ain't Jesus. Hello. Say. But the Bible says we can do works like him in greater works. I know it says that. But don't forget he's, Je- he's Jesus and you ain't. Amen? And when your cameras are rolling and the dollars are flowing in, sometimes we can get a little perverted in our teaching and our thinking. Amen? Yes or no? Not trying to rain on your favorite preacher's parade, but there it is. There we go. So the devil did what? Left. Amen. Lord have mercy. Lord help me. Did we learn anything from her about how to have favor? You think we learned something? I think we learned something from her. She was what? Can you say that? She was what? One more time. She was what? Did she quit? No. Was she a little offended? Could she got offended and left? Could she have gotten offended from what they said? Yes or no? Sure she, should, she could have. Did she? No. 
So can we thank the Lord for the woman of Canaan on Mother's Day? Come on. She's like a lot of mamas I've met. When their kid's in trouble, when their kid needs help, I tell you what, you don't want to get in the way of a mama like that. She'll, she'll do whatever it takes to take care of her kid. Is that true, yes or no? And that's what she did. I remember years ago, and I wasn't going to share this story, a little bit painful, but I'll, if it's all right, I'm just going to go with it. I was married for 28 years, and I loved my marriage, and I loved my wife of all those years. And, uh, but she was not faithful. And it, it destroyed me, and it hurt me, okay? But that doesn't take away that I had a great life. It doesn't take away that I didn't care. All that, you understand? So when I started dating her, I hope Kim can endure this. It's hard being the preacher's wife here, amen? Come on. Because I've been married to Kim about four years now, and I love her, and she's blessed in my life. But, but yes, come on. <laughs> Praise God. But people say one thing about me is that I'm real. Well, real life is real life. Yes or no? Say. We can act like stuff doesn't happen. But, so when I started dating in college... Joy, word got back to my mama somehow from her mama that I wasn't good enough for her daughter. Now, my mama was a drunk, but now she's a saved woman. And if there's one woman you don't want to go to bat, her, go get in a fight with, it's my mama. I'm telling you that right now. She'd knock you out, flat out, in Jesus' name. She was like that. She's still a woman of God, though. Amen? My mother wrote Joy's mother a letter. Now, the old Miss Ann would have cussed her out. But the Miss Ann who loved Jesus, I just had that thought. It reminded me of that letter Mama wrote. And Mama said, don't hold my past against my son. He's a good young man. I was a drunk. I was a hellraiser. I'm the one who had problems. You give him a chance. He's a good young man. And that my point was, mamas will go to bat for their kids, won't they? Yes or no? Can we thank the Lord for mamas that do that? Amen. Come on. I'll leave the thoughts to you guys. Don't say anything to me, okay? There you go. There you go. That's just that. Amen. Anyway, I can't believe I say the thing. It's a wonder I'm still alive. Amen. Here we go. So we learned. Mamas go to bat. My mama went to bat for me like that. Amen. How many of your mom ever went to bat for you? Put your hand up. How about, how about this? How about your mama went to bat for you and you were wrong and she still went to bat for you? Can I see your hand? Isn't that crazy? Now, that's some serious mama love right there. How many mamas you ever did something stupid for your kids? You went to bat for me and you look back on that was the stupidest thing you ever did. I know, I know, I know, I know. Here we go. Finding favor. You need to say, Gary, stay focused. Here we go. The diseased woman. So got the woman of Canaan. Say that with me. The what? Diseased woman. Okay? Let's look at this one. Behold a woman which was diseased, trying to find favor with an issue of blood. She had had this problem with bleeding, probably menstruating, wouldn't stop. Now, according to the Bible, 
and the law, that's unclean. So here is a woman who now is an outcast. Whether you like it or not, that's the situation. She is hemorrhaging blood. She comes behind Jesus. She really ain't probably supposed to be there, right? Yes or no? Yes or no? No, no. She comes behind Jesus because there's no red carpet for her, yes or no? Okay? No welcome mat for her. So she has to come behind him, and she presses in, and she touches what? Can you see somebody trying? Did you see that first woman? She's trying to get help for her child. And here's this favor, and here's this woman. She's coming, and she's trying to get help for herself. And she said within herself, say this with me. If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about. Big crowd, you can imagine. And when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. The word comfort there is the word courage. Boy, it took some courage to do what she did. Okay? She was labeled, outcast, a mess. It took courage for her to do what she did. Be of good comfort or be of good courage. I'm finding something similar that I see in these women. And as I was reading, here we're talking about favor. The first woman that Jesus said, great is your what? Faith. And now look at this one. Say it with me. Thy faith. There it is again. Hath made you. And I'm finding out something else. The difference between Jesus and other people that say they heal. And the woman was made what? From when? Beautiful. Healed. Because that's what Jesus does. Okay? No half healings. Amen? You don't go to Jesus' crusades and leave limping. Amen? Yes or no? Excuse me. I want to give the glory to Jesus. Amen? Yes or no? Give the glory to the Lord, man. So, she was hemorrhaging blood for 12 years. Keep looking. She was considered unclean. If you want to text that, you can go to Leviticus 15, 19 through 30 and read it. The Old Testament. What did she say? If I can touch his clothes, I'll be healed. She knew there was something about Jesus. And the question is, do you know there's something about Jesus? Do you believe there's something about his name? Do you believe that... That he's the only one that has the name where everybody's going to bow one day. That's what the Bible says, yes or no. Do you believe he's the only begotten of God the Father? Do you believe he's the only one seated at the right hand of God the Father? Do you believe all roads are dead ends, but he's the only way? Yes or no? That's what she believed. She believed if I can just get there and I can just touch that man. Can you feel it? Yes or no? Come on. What did Jesus say? Be of good comfort or be of what? Cheerful courage. Be encouraged. Boy, she had to be discouraged. Twelve years. You be of courage. You've come to me. Amen? Thy faith has made you whole. So, what happened to her? She was cured permanently with no what? Relapse of her former condition. 
That's a healing of Jesus. That's what Jesus did. If I can just touch him, if I can just touch him. So the first one, she was what? P. She was what? Persistent. We're trying to learn how I can get the place in my life where favor from God can flow in my life. Number one, you've got to be persistent. And we put that one first for a reason. If you're going to quit right out of the gate, oh, I quit, and then start blaming God, you're just, you're just whistling Dixie. Be persistent. Amen. Say, be persistent. What did she do? She did what? Pursue Jesus. What does that mean? Run after him. Run after him. Run after him. Well, I ran yesterday. Well, I will run today and run today. Amen. Say. And you just keep running after him, running after him, saying no to the devil, get behind me, and running this way, running this way, if you want favor. Yes or no? Amen. You want the your hand of God on your life. If you're facing tough situations, I don't know what it might be. Be persistent and run like crazy to Jesus. Do you hear me? Yes or no? Press in. What if other people say, I can't believe you're doing that? Get behind me too. Go on and keep running. Amen? Say. And better days are coming. Amen? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't know what the future is going to be, but I know this. If I'm persistent and I'm pursuing Jesus Christ, as far as I'm concerned, that's a good day. Amen? Say. Even though if I still got the problems, hey, listen, well, I was persistent today and I was pursuing today, and that's a better day than if I'd have quit and if I'd have turned tail and run the other way. Amen. Y'all listen, praise the Lord. Come on, are you hearing me today? Come on. And the funny thing is, this sounds like mama's. It does. It does. Boy, I mean, mamas will run and run and run, don't they? Mamas are amazing people. I mean, they just run. They run here. They run there. They run here. They run there. They sleep this little sometimes. And the washing machine's always going. Bum, 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 you know what I'm saying? Now we got this new kind. And it plays music at the end. But Kim's still not dancing when it's over. It still work. Amen. Say, mamas, this woman pursued the Lord. Amen. Let's look at another one. Learning from the ladies, Mary of Bethany. Here's another one. Hope I'm not driving you crazy today. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a what? A woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment. She poured it on his what? Head, on Jesus' head, as he was sitting down for supper. Here's his crazy disciples again. But his disciples, when they saw it, they were what? They were indignant. I mean, it would be like us having church here again and people are giving things and, and, and the leaders in the church would go, that's stupid, why give that? That wouldn't help the ministry much, would it? Say, yes or no? So, they were, they were crazy half the time. What purpose is this what? Here's this woman anointing Jesus with this very special ointment at dinner and the disciples called it a what? A waste. It's interesting, they're always there seemingly when he has got this woman who's stepping to the forefront. <laughs> Amen? And he's blessing this woman in the face of these crazy men. Are y'all feeling this happening or not? How many men, we're sort of stubborn sometimes. Can I see your hand? We sort of, we don't get it sometimes. Yeah, there we go. Keep looking. 
They said, for this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the what? Church problems haven't changed since the beginning. There's people still who don't give anything who want to run the money. You listening, yes or no? Most people that I've dealt with in my life as a pastor, people that are givers give. And they're glad to give, and they give generally without any strings. People that don't give, don't give much and want the control. Did y'all just hear what I said? And as I read the scriptures, I see that's the disciples right here. Was what Mary gave theirs, yes or no? Yes or no? Well, was it hers? It was whose? It was Mary's stuff. But all of a sudden, here's the disciples trying to take what? Control. Yes or no? Did they give it? And that boy, they're always would be given to the poor. I got to be careful about this one. I won't give any names because I know they're watching online. But I had some people dear to me came out and saw the building when it was in the process. They all saw the landscaping, how beautiful it was. And the person said to me, why are you doing all this? Why don't you give the money to missions? What do you think I said? This is a mission. What you doing, fool? That's about how I said it. And the plants are donated. Are you kidding me? And people are giving because they love God and love the house of God. So I kept going like this. And then I said I couldn't shut up. And then finally I said this. I said, you're so typical of so many people I know that don't give anything but want to have the control and tell other people how to give. And she was like, but anyway. Oh, Anyway, if you knew who it was, I love her. I love her. She's in my family. I'm sorry if you're watching this. Okay? I've got family up in Carolina. I've got them all over. Amen? Come on. Anyway, sorry. When Jesus understood it, when Jesus heard the disciples, saw what the woman did, he said unto the disciples, Why trouble the woman? She hath wrought a good what? Work upon me. For you got the poor always with you. But me, you're not always going to have. Amen? So, for in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my what? Burial. Whether she knew what she was doing or not, it was actually like a pro- prophetic thing she did. And verily I say unto you, Wherever the gospel is going to be preached in the whole world, on Mother's Day around the world for the rest of the centuries, there's going to be this also, that this woman has done a good thing, and it's going to be told as a memorial of this woman as long as there's preaching going on. And here we are 2,000 years later still giving memorial to Mary. Amen? Yes or no? Because she did a good thing. She did a good thing to anoint Jesus. Amen? And was criticized for it and made to feel like a nothing for it. Yes or no? Keep looking. So what'd she do? 
She did like the other two women. She did what? She worshipped Jesus. So there's a key to favor. There must be what? There must be worship. There must be worship, guys. She anointed his head with precious ointment. How much was it worth? A year's wage. A year's wage. Now some of you are going, wow, that was a lot. Wow, that was a lot. Is he worth it? Yes or no? Is he worth it? Yes or no? Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, we ought to. Is he worth it? Yes or no? And the other thing is this. Are people worth it? Are people worth us building a, a facility and trying to reach the lost? And guys, we're just getting started here. I'm telling you, we had the best season we've ever had. We reached more people than we've ever done, ever, as a church at Fellowship Church, by a high percentage. Amen. And we know summer's coming. It's going to get down. But guess what? We're going to still keep reaching people. And when season rolls around next year, it's going to be even better. Amen. That's the plan. We're going to keep growing. And people are worth it. People are worth doing what we did. Amen. And the other thing is we did this on a pretty tight budget, believe it or not. Amen? And uh, God blessed us. But it was worth it. It was worth what she did. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? That's what they said. The disciples were what? Indignant. The disciples were indignant. They condemned what she did. They've been pretty consistent each time a woman's gotten blessed. They hadn't been for it. Yes or no? Absolutely. What a waste. I guarantee it, if there wasn't a crowd there, Jesus would have reached the crowd, popped them right in the face. I guarantee it. You might not see Jesus like that. I see Jesus like that. And I bet you they had a talking to when they got done. Yes or no? You think there might have been a little discipling going on? He confirmed her, and sometimes the best discipling is to make those right there, the supposed leaders, feel about that big. And that's why he memorialized her. And he's teaching pretty clearly, amen, what's important. He confirmed her. He memorialized her. Under this day, he encouraged her. We're talking about favor. The incident, I'm going to tell you something. If you, if you read your Bible carefully, this was a big incident in the Bible. This incident right here pushed Judas over the edge. Judas was there, but don't just blame Judas. It was all disciples. Here he wanted the control. Here is somebody else's money. Somebody else is giving, but he wants the control of it. Then, this is the next verse in that passage. Then one of the twelve called who? Judas Iscariot went unto the chief priest twin right after this happened. And he said unto them, what will you give me and I'll deliver him unto you? This situation made him so sick. Y'all listening? Wonder how many people have left churches over money. More than I want to know. <laughs> Absolutely. That kind of thinking has been from the devil and is of the devil. Did you hear me? Yes or no? At fellowship, give if you want to give. Keep it if you want to keep it. I want you to give cheerfully because you love the Lord. I want you to give cheerfully like Mary did. Amen? For blessing, to express your faith. Yes or no? Much rather do that than to guilt you into it. Give because you love the Lord, because you believe in the Lord. And God will bless you for that. Amen? So, he sold out Jesus. What will you give me when I deliver him to you? And they coveted with him for how many pieces of silver? Thirty. Amen? Some found favor. The woman. Others found a hangman's noose. Sold out Jesus and hung himself. 
Amen? I want favor, don't you? <laughs> Come on, keep looking. She worshipped Jesus and it what? You know, put that up again. Back it up, back it up. She worshipped Jesus and it what? I want the favor of God. Can you buy Jesus? No. You cannot buy Jesus. But, generally speaking, to live for God, to love God, and to serve God is going to cost you. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. You're not buying him, but to want his blessing and not be a person who gives, you think you're going to get the giving from him when you don't give. Yes or no? You give, you give. I'm standing here, I'm standing here. But you give, you give. I'm standing here, I'm standing here. You, that doesn't work, does it? We're made in his image and his likeness. If he's a giver, then we should be a what? We should be a giver. Absolutely. That's what happened here. So the first woman was persistent. The second woman, she ran after Jesus pursued him. The third woman had a what? She had a passion like she had for a lover. That's the word. It was a passion like a love. She loved Jesus. But it wasn't, oh, how I love Jesus. It was a deep down thing inside of her gut. How many had a mama who loved Jesus? Can I see your hand? My mama loved Jesus. My mama loved Jesus. How many didn't understand it growing up, how your mama loved Jesus? It was just odd. Mama loved Jesus. It was just strange. (laughs) Amen? It's just something about it. A passion. If you want the favor of God. And a Mother's Day wouldn't be complete without the adulterous woman, right? Say. I'm sorry, this is terrible, but I'm putting her up because I was studying. Here we go. The adulterous woman. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in what? In adultery. And they set her right in the middle. This is not very nice, is it? But this was the law. This was the way it was done. They said unto Jesus, this woman was taken in what? But it goes on to say something else. What's those next three words or four words? In the what? So it's like they caught her, grabbed her, pulled her right like that, like she was. I don't know what kind of condition she was in. I have no idea what clothes she's got on or don't got on. I don't know nothing about the story. It sounds like it just it was right then. Y'all listening, yes or no? Don't know a whole lot about it. I know it's not a good situation. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be what? Was that the law? It was the law of Moses. It was the law of the day. It wasn't just the law back way when. It was the law right then. But what do you say? Now these aren't his disciples doing this. These are, these are other men. Jewish leaders. This they said, what's those two words? Tempting Jesus. That they might have to do what? Accuse Jesus. But Jesus stooped down. We don't know what he wrote. We'll find out one day. And with his finger, he wrote it on the ground as though he didn't hear them. You ever done that when somebody's talking to you and you just act like you're doing something else? Wonder what Jesus wrote down. What have you ever heard that Jesus wrote down? Huh? Their sins, yeah. Maybe the name of the two or three right there who'd slept with her? Say, yes or no? Who knows? I don't know. 
I don't like that finger of God. I'm going to tell you that right now. That finger of God wrote on that wall in the Old Testament. He wrote on the ground right then. I just don't know what it was, but I don't think it was good. I'm just throwing that out at you. So when they continued asking him, bothering him, he lifted up himself. Jesus lifted up. He said unto them, say that with me, which is a great verse to know. He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. You want a stone? You without sin? You throw the stone first. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. I don't know what he's writing. Something's writing. And they which heard it, being what? Convicted by their own what? Conscience. They went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone with the woman, just he and that woman standing there. We're talking about favor. And Jesus lifted up himself. He saw nobody but the woman. He said unto her, Woman, where are those that accused you? Has nobody condemned you? Nobody threw rocks at you? You're not dead? She said, No, man, Lord. Would you say that next part with me? And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Now, really good and clear on this last one. Go and sin no more. Was Jesus telling her to go and never sin another sin in her whole life? No. I think we're pretty clear on that. What do you think he's saying? Go and don't. Don't be adulterous anymore. You think that's what he's saying there? Yes, exactly. What can we learn from her? Let's look. She was guilty, guilty as as a day is long. So if you're here today saying, I want the favor of God, Pastor, but I'm guilty. I'm dirty. I'm unclean. I've made bad choices in my life. Is there hope for me? Let's do a quick test. How many would say, I've been dirty in my life, I've been unclean in my life, but God gave me hope and I have a great life because of Him? Can I see my hand, your hands up? Look at that. How about that? So I would say there's hope for you. Amen? Yes or no? Okay. Good. She was accused by the religious leaders. They accused her, but they were. it was the truth. The law said she should be stoned. It was the law of the day. It was the law. Like if you speed 50, you know, 65 and a 55 and you get a ticket, you're, you're just toast. You did it. That's what it was in that day. You commit adultery, you're dead. Jesus said, you without sin cast the first stone. We learned that. What did Jesus say? They all walked away. Jesus said, where are your accusers? Does any man condemn you? No man, Lord. No man, Lord. And I don't condemn you either. I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. What can we learn from this woman about favor? You might be wondering. She was what? Penitent. What does that mean? She did what Jesus said. She turned from that lifestyle, that what she was doing, she turned. She turned. 
Jesus mattered that much to her. She wanted a clean life. She obeyed him. She turned. What is turning called? Turning from sin and turning to the Lord is called repentance. Being penitent. That's part of finding favor. So many of us, we want the favor of God. I've got to quit now. We want the favor of God, but we want our cake and eat it too. We want the favor of God in my life, but we want to keep living and doing the same crappy things we've all been doing. Y'all listening to me? Yes or no? And God's just not going to play that game with you. Well, I don't like that. Well, fine. Then don't have his blessing. Go and sin no more. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Be penitent. Yes, praise the Lord. That's a good point of favor. Come on. Come on. It doesn't work this way for everybody, but my mama got saved on a Sunday morning after being a lifetime drunk. She went to church. She got saved. Not everybody does this. I'm just telling you what mama did. Mama came home from church, took the Paps Blue Ribbon, which was gold to my mama, and poured it right down the cast iron kitchen sink. My mother never drank another drop. My mother would often tell me that she wanted to. She still sometimes would want to, but she did not let herself do it. She had turned from that, and that was, it didn't mean she didn't struggle with it sometimes. But it was like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Because Jesus' favor meant more to her. Yes or no? Amen? Don't make excuses. Turn from whatever it is that's keeping you from the favor of God. Run to Him. Amen? Run to Him. You keep running after Him. And it's not going to be easy, but you'll have the favor of God in your life. I think we've learned from some women today. Finding favor with Jesus. Raj, do we have anything else? The common thread to finding favor with Jesus Christ and all these women were what? Faith. How do I get favor? How do I get favor? Can I send this joker some money and send this joker over here on TV some money? Listen, you don't have to do any of that. Jesus. Faith in who? Jesus. Faith in who? Faith in That's how you get favor, guys. That, and it's not a kooky faith. It's a, it's, a, it's a faith. These are just real people. Every one of them had problems. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of those that what? Diligently seek him. Amen? So, be persistent. Jesus calls this great faith. Be pursuing. Jesus calls this courageous faith. Courageous faith. He said, be of good courage. That's courageous faith. Number three, be passionate. Jesus calls this generous faith. She was a giver. Be generous. Be generous. We're showing our faith by being generous. Yes or no? See, we don't know that sometimes. When we give, we're showing our faith because we're giving. That's good. And number four, be penitent. This is called a cleansing faith. There's different kinds of faith, guys. If you want the favor of God, learn on Mother's Day from the ladies. They've taught us something today. Can we just thank the Lord all these years later? They're watching. Come on. For the ladies. Amen. So shall you find what? Favor and good understanding in the sight of God and who? Men. Praise the Lord. One more time. Let's thank the Lord for the word this morning. Amen. Can we do that? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand.